Welcome to the Massage Life Podcast. I'm Melissa Pearson, registered massage therapist, and I'm here with my husband, Jordan, who is a chartered professional accountant <laughs> and holding back his laughter because we've been having a moment. <laughs> I think this is the third, fourth take. Uh, I don't know. Just leave it. I'm yeah. not doing it again. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. It's just been one of those days. I'm just tired, but I'm excited to be here. That's a lie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're the literal worst. Well, we, we had a rundown of things we could talk about today, and I was hoping that it wouldn't fall on me, but of course it has. We're going to be talking about something pretty lame. No, why do you, you always throw our topics under the bus. This is good, juicy content. I think this is stuff people like. And the reason why I know this topic is something that's interesting is uh, last week we taught at the Samoda conference in Red Deer. And this was one of the topics that came up during your income tax, tax course. Mm-hmm. And people had questions about it. And so I think it is interesting to people that they want to know this information. And especially from someone who is an accountant versus just a massage therapist, maybe speaking to it, who doesn't have all the information that right. maybe you have. So I do right. think that it's valuable. So stop dissing yourself. <laughs> I'm not dissing myself. You are like, this is I'm boring. Awesome. This is the worst. <laughs> okay. So in the income tax course, there was there's a section where I go over lots of things that you can write off. And one of the things that always comes up is, can I write off my time? Like volunteer time. So like some, so give some examples where people might do that. Yeah, I was just going to do that. Oh. And then you cut me off. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so a really good example. And this, I think this was the example that was given to me. This is when I was first introduced to it. So I had a registered massage therapist reach out to me and say, hey, I volunteer for a local hockey team. And I spend five hours a month giving free massages. Can I write off my time? Like, can I value that time and mm-hmm. say, you know, I charge $100 for a 60-minute massage. I'm working five hours a month. Can I write off a $500 expense? Right. right? And what is the answer to that question? No. <laughs> the answer to that question is no. Yes. And it's always something that, I wouldn't say it gets contentious, but people always People are just, surprised. Yeah, yeah, people are surprised. And... I'm always surprised that people are surprised. Hmm. And because it, it, from my standpoint as an accountant, like it just makes perfect sense why you wouldn't be allowed to do that, right? And the, the, the best example I can give is in situations where you're dealing with fraud. I was a forensic accountant for four years. I investigated allegations of fraud. And when there's no cash exchange whatsoever, well, it's, what's stopping me from saying, okay, I volunteered, and I'm doing air quotes if you're not watching this on YouTube, I volunteered 100 hours of my time this year, and so I'm going to write off, you know, $10,000, right? I can't trace that to cash. There was no cash that was actually spent, but I'm just writing off my time. Well, you could attach some crazy dollar amount to it too. You know, say this this hockey thing. Well, she could have added additional fees. Oh, I had to travel. I had to bring my table, you know, next to the the rink that was extra work. So yeah, my usual rate's $100, but oh, I charged, again, air quotes, charged them $200 an hour or something. And like now you have this huge amount that you're trying to write off that's like not even practical. And if you actually, if you incur expenses when you're doing that, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, you're going to write those things off. You know, right. if you travel to volunteer your time, well, you should be counting that travel as part of your 
you know, business like use of your personal vehicle, right? Right, and the then write off the related and, expenses. Yeah, yeah yes. related expenses. Uh, or if you incur any other expenses, right? You have to use lotion, like any of the other, like your laundry expenses. Or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can write off whatever expenses are related to those things. But when it comes to just vol, like straight up volunteer time. Uh, it's not allowed. Right. And the other example of volunteer time too is donating gift certificates. So people may be thinking of that as different. Oh, well, I donate a gift certificate for a raffle or something like that. I give, you know, a paper gift certificate for my services. And maybe right. they think that's somehow different. But that also falls under this umbrella, correct? Right, yeah. right. And again, so... Uh, let's take it a step further. Let's say that this, the Canada Revenue Agency comes and they're doing an audit of your business and they're questioning these expenses that you've written off, you know, your, your volunteer time. Well, what they're going to want to do when they select a sample of expenses that they're going to test, they're going to want to trace that back to some kind of supporting document, whether it be an invoice or receipt. So that's going to be the first step. And then the second step is going to be tracing it back to cash, right? So if you look at you know, you buy massage lotion, they're going to trace that back to the receipt. Okay, this is a legitimate expense. I can see that you purchased massage lotion, you would need that to do your work as a massage therapist. And then the next step is going to be tracing it to cash. Okay, you have this receipt, that's great. Now show me prove to me that you actually paid for it mm -hmm. with cash. Right, because what's stopping you from just taking a receipt from some other massage mm. therapist or just like, you know, creating receipts or whatever. Yeah, find a receipt on the road. <laughs> yeah, find a receipt. And so like, yes, it's good that you have the receipt, but they're going to want to trace it to cash. And so in my, the work that I did as, a, as an auditor professionally, not working for the CRA, but I was an auditor for a number of years where I would go in and I would audit the financial statements of different companies. Whenever I was testing the income statement, I would pick a sample of their expenses and we would trace it back to the supporting document, whether it be the receipt or the invoice, and then we would always trace it back to cash. You want to see the money actually leaving. Right. We want to see the money actually leaving the, the business, yeah. the business right. right? To prove that they actually paid for it, that there was an actual expense. <laughs> and so with volunteer time, you just can't do that because mm -hmm. there is no cash outlay. There's no cash that's been exchanged. Mm -hmm. Yes, you've given up your time. I get that. And your time is valuable. I'm not mm -hmm. discounting that. Like I'm not saying that your time as a massage therapist is not valuable. Just from an income tax point of view, you're not allowed to, you know, make up some imaginary expense and say, well, I'm going to write this off, mm -hmm. right? And reduce my taxable income. Yeah, you can't do that. If you've ever done that and you've gotten away with it, you know, that's the other thing. People always, you know, they, they have expenses or they have things that they've written off and they'll often say, well, I, I didn't get in trouble, right? The CRA <laughs> didn't audit me. And it's like, okay, yeah, just because you didn't get audited doesn't mean that you've done the right thing. Right. It'd be like taking a chocolate bar from the store and saying, well... Well, I didn't get in trouble, so it's not a big deal. It's right. like, you still did an incorrect <laughs> wrong thing. Yeah, you still stole the chocolate yeah. bar. Right. So now there are, the CRA does have uh, tax rules for people who have volunteered their time. So if you are a volunteer firefighter or a search and rescue worker, you are allowed to claim a benefit uh, based on the number of hours that you've Put in to do that. No, I don't know all the rules and how it works. There's, there's going to be forms involved and, mm -hmm. you know, again, some way to prove it, yeah. right? Whether it's like that volunteer firefighter has documentation that's provided showing, okay, mm -hmm. this number of hours has been volunteered and that's going to be provided to him or her by the firefighter department that he mm -hmm. or she works for. Now, the other thing, there was one other thing. What about, oh, oh 
so there so what about charitable contributions yeah so that's what i wanted to bring up so that was one of the questions that came up at the conference well what if what if i'm volunteering my time for a registered charity or actually it didn't even come up as a registered charity one person asked what if i'm volunteering my time and then uh, i'm provided with a receipt or some sort of documentation saying uh, you know this person volunteered their time it's like that's great that you have that little piece of paper but it still doesn't legitimize the expense, right? It's still not an expense that you can write off. The only time when it is different is if you volunteer your time for a registered charity and that registered charity provides you with a a tax receipt, right? And it's counted as a charitable donation. And there there would be a dollar value that's tied to that. Mm -hmm. And uh, now again, that wouldn't be a business expense. So if you're a sole proprietorship, um, you wouldn't claim that as a, as a business expense, it would be treated as a charitable donation on your personal income tax return. Right. So it, it would be claimed, yes, it would be, people are always confused about this because the, the natural question that comes up is, well, if I'm a sole proprietor, all of my self-employment income is claimed on my personal tax return. Mm-hmm. Does it really matter where it gets claimed? And yeah, it does. Right. Right. Because there's a there's a separate section where you claim charitable donations Mm -hmm. and it's actually in your best interest to claim it there Mm. than it is to treat it as a as a business expense. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's still helpful. Just you have to put it into a different box. Right. But only a charitable don't like a charitable registered charity. Yeah. And it can't just be like any charity it has to be a charity that's been registered with the canada revenue agency and right. is authorized to be able to issue tax receipts so they'll have like a how will you know that will they have a special number on the receipt yeah so on yeah. on the so if you if you were to, to donate money to the canadian cancer society you're going to be given a receipt and on there it'll have the charity's number yeah. and you can actually go to the cra's website and look up mm-hmm. that uh, registration number Make to sure see if legit, it is yeah. actually a registered charity. Right. Right. And if you were ever audited, right, if the CRA ever wanted to look at your charitable donations, uh, they would want to see that receipt. Now it's often twofold. They'll want to see the receipt and then they'll want to see the cash outlay. Right. So in a situation where you've just volunteered your time, you wouldn't be able to you know, prove that there was a cash outlay. But again, there would be some supporting documentation to show, okay, I volunteered my time in exchange for that. I was given this receipt from the registered charity. I don't know. Now here I'm talking about this. I don't, I I know of no cases where that's ever happened, where a massage therapist has volunteered time to a registered charity and they've received a legitimate uh, charitable donation receipt um, from the char- the charitable organization. Oh, I'm sure. Right. I'm, I'm sure. sure. I'm yeah. sure it has yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. I've just never come across it myself. Oh, I'm sure it happens because a lot of massage therapists, um, they will volunteer for these races, and a lot of times the races are run by like cancer society, like the Canadian Cancer Society, okay. like run or bike ride or something, and then they do massages there. So I I could see that being the case, but right. I don't know. I haven't done it personally, so I can't speak from personal experience. Okay. So should we do a recap? Because I feel like, I mean, there's always so many questions. Like people, they hear this and they're always startled and, you know, they'll often fight me or say, you know, my my accountant (laughs) does it. my accountant says. My accountant told me that I can do this. And it's like, yeah, you know. You get a hundred accountants in the you know one room. I mean that would be a really boring room to be in. 
<laughs> it's like, start the party. <laughs> if you ever enter a room and there are a hundred accountants there, just just walk away. Be like, just walk no. Away. <laughs> just find me. I'll make life interesting for you. I feel like I don't really fit the stigma. Yeah, I've had people say that. They're like, really? Your husband's an accountant? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, too, he's too... I don't know if normal is no. the right word. You're not as introverted as maybe some accountants. I am, are. though. I would consider myself an introvert. Interesting. I think there's like a term for an like an extroverted introvert. Do you mean where you're still willing to put yourself out there, but it drains you? It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, I'm exhausted right now, mainly because I was stuck in a room with someone today. With a very chatty someone. For an hour with a really chatty person, sweetest woman in the whole world, really nice. But it was me not saying much, just like active <laughs> listening for a solid hour. Yeah, you can only smile and nod for yeah. so long. <laughs> so I walked out of that room and I was just like, I have nothing left. I'm I'm dead inside. <laughs> and I was, the, the interesting thing, like I'm not, I was, I was engaged in the conversation, right. right? Like I was really interested in what this individual was talking about, but it is exhausting right. for me. I think um, people can relate to that. I think that's pretty normal. Right. Anyways. Okay, uh, recap, the recap. The recap, yeah. So what were we talking about? <laughs> Where am I? Where am I? Who am I? <laughs> the real question is, who am I? Who am I? Why am I here? Yeah, so volunteer time. Uh, no, you're not allowed to write off an expense for volunteer time. Uh, because, but- because there's no supporting documentation that you can trace it back to and there's no cash outlay there's no cash that's been spent right if you buy a gift card for someone and say hey this is a gift card that i bought for you like for for starbucks or like a different business right like i think about um so with the soap company that we own there have been some collaborations that we've done where we've put baskets together right and so if i put together a gift basket and i'm donating this gift basket to an organization for a, a raffle a silent auction or whatever and one of the things that i put in there is a gift card that i purchased with cash mm-hmm. right i can write that off right right Correct. uh but if, again if there's no cash expense that you've incurred there's no there's no taxable write off that you can claim mm-hmm. uh Unless you are a volunteer firefighter or search and rescue worker. <laughs> yes, we know that part. <laughs> but that would be totally separate from the work that you do as a registered massage yeah, therapist. Exactly. And then, yeah, unless you get a, a, a receipt from a registered charity. Right. Another question that came up from someone in that class was, how do I track that in my um, like booking, billing, charting software? How would I... You know, someone comes in with a gift card that I've donated and they come in, it's worth $100. Would right. I mark it as $100 revenue or like, what do I do? Do you want to answer what that would be the best way to, to market? Yeah. So the simplest thing to do would be to just record it as no sale, right? Like mm-hmm. you would just, you would obviously still acknowledge the fact that you gave the service. Yeah. Right? Well, they, you still need to you have a record of them do... coming in and chart, chart it. And Absolutely. Yeah. Right. But then I don't know exactly how it works in Jane, but I think you would have there'd be a function where you can just like comp it for free. Yeah, like there's one, just... there's a setting that some, well, it's, they have a list of discounts so you can have $20 off, 10% off, whatever. One of the options is just called pro bono and it's just $0 it. Right. So when I've done, when I, I that's what I use. I don't know if that's the correct way to do it, but that, that's what I usually click. Yeah, from an accounting standpoint, that's exactly what I right. would do. Uh, what you could do is you can recognize the sale, right? So you, let's say you charge $100 for a 60-minute massage. 
and you charge GST because you're a GST registrant. So you would have $100 and then you'd have the $5 GST and then you would have an expense for that exact same amount, right? Hmm. So you have revenue for $100 and then the expense is $100 while the impact on your bottom line is zero, right? right? So it's just better to, in my mind, to just not do anything. Yeah, because then it gets messy, especially with the GST and all that. It's just like, no. (laughs) Right, and then it, it gets messy if... If that, so let's imagine that you're being audited and that that line item is picked by the Canada Revenue Mm -hmm. Agency and they say, okay, I see that you have this expense here, this $100 expense for a comp massage, like what is this, Mm -hmm. right? And then you'd have to explain, well, I've recognized the revenue in relation to that that expense, so there really is no impact on my bottom line, which is fine. The CRA would be satisfied with that explanation, but again, it's just like kind of messy. Right. And so just... Make 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 things easy for yourself and just have it as a, a zero revenue right. transaction. Right. One last snippet I wanted to add is we're kind of, you know, almost it almost sounds like we're poo-pooing on donating your time for some reason. And that yeah. is totally not what we're talking about. We're just talking about the income tax side of it. I think donating your time is actually a super valuable totally. thing yes. to do. So I don't want people to come, you know, leave this podcast and say, well, I guess I'll never donate my time anymore. It's like, no, you should still do that. In fact, I have received huge benefits from doing that there's every time it's usually around this time of year actually that i uh start getting requests for some donations a lot of people are doing you know fundraisers and things and so i'll I'll, um you know donate a gift certificate and there's been times when i've donated a gift certificate that person booked their free massage and then i've seen them multiple times after that and then they refer their friends and it just blossoms from there and so it's totally worth it the you know, the money you receive in exchange for that. And so, and I love volunteering time for, you know, a charitable organization like that, you know, giving back to the community is so valuable. And like, you know, I think karma goes a long way for things like that. So we're not saying don't volunteer your time. Volunteering is great. Yeah. You absolutely should volunteer your time. Yes. It's a, it's a good way to drum up business Mm -hmm. and to build relationships in the community. Yeah. Which is huge. It is huge. So definitely do that. Volunteer your time. Don't create fictitious <laughs> expenses in relation to that time, <laughs> right? Boom. Done. Again, because and I wanted to emphasize that point again, because you know I I put it back on. I think that I think I wasn't fighting with somebody at the conference, but the there was one RMT in particular I think was asking this question, mm-hmm. and rather than me just explaining, I like asked a question back, and it was like, well, what's stopping you from just like, you know, creating this fictitious expense for the total amount of your revenue for the whole year? Mm-hmm. And now your net in, now your net income is zero, and you pay no income tax, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like, what's stopping you from doing that? And so, hopefully, at that point, the light bulb goes off, and it's like, okay, I get it now. Right, right. There's no cash expense. There's no cash outlay. It's like, what's stopping me from just like making up some random number, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anyways, can't do it. <laughs> I feel like I have some enemies now. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it at the conference that was saying like that I'm always apologizing on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like stop apologizing. It's fine. I will continue to apologize because <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> Got to keep my fans happy. My fan singular. All right. Anything else? Any embarrassing stories? Embarrassing no. anything you want to share? No. You're leaving me this week. Yeah, you're going so to sure. Chicago for three days. You're going to leave me at home. Yeah, you'll live. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. I run a tight <laughs> ship here at home. You'll miss me though. <laughs> I will miss you. I don't know who's going to be big spoon with you. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> it's getting too personal. Okay, before we sign off, 
Uh, if you're looking for continuing education courses, I know we're kind of approaching the end of the year and a lot of therapists, they get bogged down with work, which is good, right? It's good to be busy. A lot of people are trying to use up their benefits in December and November. December? Yeah. Sorry. Did that feel weird? Did yeah. it list them back? Yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> so it felt wrong. This feels very like wrong. my brain broke there for a second. <laughs> so, but I know that there are some associations, their deadline is coming up. Yeah. And so if you are in need of continuing education courses, credits, we have courses online uh, available. If you use the discount code podcast, you'll get 10% off. Uh, So yeah, check those out. And if there's anything you want to talk about or if you have questions about anything, feel free to reach out to us. Our email address is support at onlinewellness.ca or melissa at onlinewellness.ca or jordan at onlinewellness.ca. It all comes to the same (laughs) inbox. (laughs) It's kind of, it's kind of, Pointless, really, we, but yeah. yeah, it's weird how we set it up. It's like it gives this impression that, like, oh yeah, we have multiple. No, it's, it's just Melissa and I, and there's just one email account, and it drives me insane because you never delete the emails, and so there's like nine million emails. I in the file inbox. them into little folders, don't I? No, but there's like there's like nine million different folders, and so hey, I it's organized in my own special way. Yeah. <laughs> organized chaos. It is special. I'll give you that much. <laughs> That was rude and offensive. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's stop. Let's stop. Love you guys. We'll uh, chat in a couple weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to stay in touch, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We've included the links to these in the show notes. Also, be sure to check out our website, onlinewellness.ca, if you need any continuing education credits. All of our courses have been approved by massage associations across Canada. Anyways, we'll catch you next time.